good afternoon and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the Eurofolk Radio Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It is Monday. What day? Month. Oh, September. September 27th, 2021. Only a few days left in the fiscal year. We'll see some things happening by uh, October 1st, I think. We'll have to wait and see, but uh, who knows. Anyway, normally we have a bunch of disclaimers about health stuff, but since we're going to be talking primarily about uh, financial things and um, uh, rewards programs and that kind of stuff, and a.k.a. Hyperfund, and John and Kathy will be with us shortly, uh, we're going to dispense with all that. I will say uh, make sure you check out the website, yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself. H-E-A-L-T-H, health, yourdiyhealth.com, and of course our sister site, yourdiywealth.com. And on uh, the wealth site, just hit the Hyperfund tab, and uh, there's lots of information there about what we're going to be talking about today. There are a few videos that I was uh, made aware of over the weekend that are no longer available. They're marked as private, as is our trusty calculator, uh, which is a bummer. But I understand why they did it. Apparently some people were making, uh, using it to show people money. (laughs) And that's not what it's all about. There's no dollar signs on that thing. It's strictly an indicator of rewards. But um, the uh, compliance people said this is an issue. So at least for the time being, their little calculator is not available. It says temporarily unavailable. So hopefully they're going to make some changes to it so that they can, uh, they'll be more compliant and then they can bring it back up and we'll be able to have fun with it again. But for now, um, if you have it on your, uh, on a web browser, do not refresh the page. (laughs) I found that out. I have it on, on my laptop and I can still use the thing. Uh, as long as I don't refresh the page, but if I if I say was to copy the link and put it into a fresh browser and, and hit return, it comes up saying it's not available. So just a word of the warning: uh, if you have it running in a in a browser window, just don't refresh, and you'll should be okay. Anyway, just waiting on John and Kathy to get here. Um, got a late start. Uh, I was up late last night, and you know. What can I say? Slept extra long and only got up about 45 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, man. Got out and fed the horses, made them happy. They were waiting patiently. and Well, impatiently mostly, especially my Palomino. She is, a, I call her Miss Piggy. <laughs> she likes to eat everything that won't eat her first. But, um, you know, it is, that's life. You know, when you're a horse, that's pretty much what you do. You eat, and if you're too old to be ridden, You just eat and poop. (laughs) She's very good at both. But, uh, (coughs) sorry about that. Cut grass over the weekend, drove through another dust cloud. And I'm going to start working on some lung lung cleanse stuff to get this garbage cleared out, I hope. Um, I just happened to have my finger not quite on on the sneeze or cough button. So you got that one. I apologize. But, um... Otherwise, I'm not sure. I haven't really been paying much attention uh, to the news and stuff. I've been, yesterday was a big day at church. Got there at 8 o'clock in the morning and closed up about 5.45 that night. Um, had a lot of time, had a lot of fun. It was, they called it Roundup Sunday. And we had a bluegrass band, of really good folks and uh, good music. and Had a good time, had great preaching. 
and a potluck dinner with pulled pork and chicken and oh my goodness it was tasty but um brought home a lot of leftovers anyway i'm just killing time here until john and kathy show up but in the meantime let's have a look see what kind of craziness is in the news today uh, just having a look here get to the main screen and got to refresh this page it's sitting there since last thursday trucking industry hit by gas shortages ooh, ooh. skyrocketing prices truckers struggle to deliver consumer goods across america you think that might be a prelude to a trucker shutdown i've heard that they were uh, talking about shutting things down on the first or second of october and if you haven't stocked up probably be a good idea this week to spend some time getting some extra odds and ends uh extra beans extra bullets <laughs> uh, whatever you can lay your hands on at this point yes even extra toilet paper if you're short um but uh there's there's going to come a time here soon where i think people are going to start fighting back these truckers are getting ticked off about the mask mandates and the injections and all that stuff and uh, they are right in their assumption that if they shut down america shuts down and that's pretty much true just about everywhere. Uh, the Aussies have been trying to do it. They're having a little bit more luck from what I understand because the government has flat gone off the uh, tyranny deep end uh, over the last couple of months. And they are just they have reached a whole new level of stupid in the land down under. And I'm betting a whole lot of Aussies are wishing they hadn't turned in their guns. But uh, it is what it is. And... Uh, but there's still some out there. You can lay your hands on them if you know how. Just saying. Top scientists question need for coronavirus vaccine booster shots, you think. When you consider the originals don't even work, why bother? But that's, you know, Biden is going to kill as many people as he can for the New World Order as quickly as he can. And he ain't going to stop until someone stops him. Inflation accelerates as companies stock up in anticipation of surge in demand. Another little notice there. Commie infiltration, former ACLU attorney, also teaching at CCP-backed university. <laughs> Beijing lashes out against its own population using authoritarian measures and amid coronavirus resurgence. Laundered. California state controller issues checks worth $320 billion in 2018, refuses to divulge where the money went. <laughs> 320 billion probably switzerland and uh, uh the cayman islands and hmm, who knows where else youtube conspires with uk nhs to push coronavirus vaccination propaganda they're doing that everywhere dr judy mikovitz frout fauci is behind every pandemic since 1984 I believe that. New York Health Commissioner re uh, repeals mask mandate for unvaxxed after federal lawsuit. Oh, let's take a look at that just for the fun of it since we're waiting. The New York State Department of Health uh, on August 27th repealed an emergency mask mandate after a lawsuit was filed August 5th in federal court challenging the regulation. Oh, and uh, it's John and Kathy right on cue. Hey, John and Kathy, welcome. How's it going? Happy Monday. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, don't, isn't it a wonderful thing to hear your voice? 
Oh my well, goodness! Thank you. Yours too. And you sound so much better. I mean, you got a microphone that works. <laughs> Man, you're clear as a bell today. This is fantastic. It is. Well, it's great. I'd say you need to get good. sick more often, but I won't. <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, oh my goodness, it's so good to hear you, both of you. So how's everything going? I was going pretty good. Sounds like it. Good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's been and weird, but it's going. You got to tell them the story about the doctors and how you kicked their ass. Oh. Yeah, got to hear that. Everybody wants to hear that. <laughs> well, you just don't take any guff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't want my daughter to stay with me, and of course I can't see, and so... I'm not going to be in there without an advocate. And um, so I I got him to agree to let her stay the night with me. I said, what, you know, they could stay 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., but COVID only comes out after dark. You know? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and look it at me. Well, we go by the CDC guidelines. I said, well, my, my language was colorful at that point. I said, uh, I said, those are the biggest bunch of crooks on the face of the planet. They should all be strung and hung for crimes against humanity. And it freaked <laughs> this little old lady out, and she got up and left real quick. <laughs> should have told him the CDC stands for COVID death cult. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. I didn't think of that. <laughs> she went running out of the room. And then uh, about an hour later, I guess, uh, they, they said, oh, your daughter can be with you. Said, yeah, or I'm not staying. You know? <laughs> That's right. There you go. And uh, so uh, she got to stay with me. Thank God, because you know that's and and I want people to protest their hospitals um, because people, you know, they're giving people their death sentence, and they, their families can't even be with them. Yeah. You know, uh, people need to really, really, really go out there and holler. From the rafters, going by these CDC guidelines, my foot. Uh, you get in there and you you hold your mother's hand. You know you you be with your loved ones. Amen. Uh, so they we we've got to really raise some hell about that because that's ridiculous. You know nobody should have to be alone. Well, better yet, but, get in there and mandate or demand that they give them the stuff that works instead of the stuff exactly. that kills. Yeah. So she admitted me Friday night to the emergency room, and about 3 a.m., they weren't going to let her up there, right? <laughs> it's like, well, I'm going home, too, then. <laughs> and uh, this, this gal's like, you are not going home. You will get in that bed, and it's got an alarm on it, and you will not get up by yourself, and, and this and that, and this and that. And I mean, just nurse ratchet. Okay. And I said... Who the heck, but I didn't use that word. I said, who Who do you think you're talking to here? You know, I said, you'll remove this IV or I'll do it myself. Well, I'm going to get your doctor. I said, there's no need for that. He's just going to, you know, spew the same rhetoric you just did. <laughs> I said, you can remove it or I will. So I got to go home that night, you know. <laughs> they didn't think I would. And uh, my daughter, she's just so sweet. There's not just a mean bone in her body, you know. And um, 
skipped so, a generation. It did. Yeah, I don't know where she got nice from. Yeah. <laughs> the kids all got them, though. <laughs> Wait till they grow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, so she had me in three different hospitals. Wow. And um, so uh, I forget what you wanted me to tell him, John. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I finally went back. So Because you can't see a cardiologist or a nephrologist. Unless you go to the ER, because they're booked way out months at it, you know, and nobody could seem to get me an appointment. So I finally went back. I guess that was, I don't know, Monday or Tuesday. It's been such a long week. And uh, that's when they got me to spend the night so I can see these guys. And so I, I did all their tests and, you know, just the blood work and stuff like that. And um, then afternoon was rolling around and I said look I said I want to see a cardiologist and a nephrologist by seven o'clock tonight or I'm out of here again you know hmm. oh you can't come telling us what to do cardiologists and nephrologists they're busy they don't just drop of a hat just because you're the only patient that wants to see them and you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm getting reamed by them you know and uh I'll be damned if they didn't show up, <laughs> by the, you know, before my deadline. And I got ringed by a third doctor. You can't just come in here telling me I need to get you a cardiologist and a nephrologist. So I got I got them. They they were there within an hour after that, both of them. And then um, I got uh, got my appointment with them, but. The, the hoops you have to jump through, you know, it's like, you're not busy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they say the hospital's jumping, but uh, I was talking to the nurses, and, you know, they have 36 rooms, and uh, they had something like 20 of them reserved for uh, regular surgeries, hmm. you know, selective surgeries, like, you know heart surgery <laughs> that's yeah. a selective surgery now so anyway it was just insane but um yeah you got to take it away from them it's like you know you're giving me my death sentence here you're not telling me whether about five minutes or five days or a week you know um so why don't i just go home and die choose the way i want to die you know but um then, then they were they were there. Got the doctors. So anyway, I want everybody to boycott those hospitals, start protesting like crazy. Yep. And uh, I'll tell you what, they're hiring RNs now to do the work of the CNAs because they can't get a CNA to work because they're mandating these vaccinations. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to. Uh, have those jabs so they've lost half their staff it's really scary you know to think about all these little people that aren't going to get any care because they can't keep the staff to do it just wait you only have nothing but orderlies running around doing everything that the nurses and the cnas and the pepas do <laughs> exactly yeah yeah so i don't know protest stand up be counted all the better reason to take care of your health so you don't end up in one of them places. Well, yeah, I thought I was. 
but I guess mm -hmm. not. Yowza. Well, right. at least you're still alive and kicking and here with us today. And sounding it's good. always a great day to be on this side of the topsoil. I'm telling you what. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the color of green looking down at it. <laughs> yeah, you don't care for the color of the roots. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I signed up another uh, Hyperfund member over the weekend. A guy at Congratulations. Yesterday. Wow. He calls me yeah. Saturday night. What do I need to get started? I said, well, come to church tomorrow and bring 500 bucks. <laughs> and basically, I, uh, after every, all the festivities were over, I fired up the laptop and set him up an account. And uh, this is a word of advice to people. If you have uh, a browser window open that has your personal uh, Hyperfund account, and you set up a new one for someone else on the same browser, <laughs> a different window, make sure you get the right deposit code from the right account. <laughs> I sent 500 bucks to myself the first time because I, oh, I went really? in and grabbed the code oh, wow. from the wrong account. <laughs> wow. So I'm sitting there watching his. I said, I said well, this hasn't shown up yet. It's all oh, for Pete's sake. I went and looked at mine, and there it is. <laughs> so I said, luckily... <laughs> I had enough on hand. I just did another one, and, and this time I sent it to the right one, and uh, got it in there and showed him how to how to do the you know fund his uh, initial account and all that. And he went home happy, and I went home happy too. Um, so yeah, it worked as it, all, it took all of about ten fifteen minutes total to set everything up and show him how to do a a rebuy and. You know, where where you go to get your referral code and where you do, you know, uh, withdrawals and all that kind of stuff. And uh -huh. uh, it was great. Had uh, had a good time and had another gentleman um, send me a, a request by email the other day. Um, and I sent him the code and everything and he signed up. He just hasn't funded yet. So I'm going to check with him and see what he needs, if anything, to get rolling. But that gives me 10 personals at this point. Congratulations. That's fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Having fun. Yes. Having yeah, fun. Congratulations. And everybody is having fun. That's that's the beauty of it. Oh yeah. You know? And here's a here's a story. Uh Friday I had an appointment with my uh BMW dealership to take my car in and have the oil changed. And normally that's about a hundred bucks. And it also needed uh brake fluid, which, you know, kicked it up in a uh a cabin air filter and all that kind of stuff. But when they got into it and started looking around, I get a little ping on my text message. And this is really cool. The The technician goes in and uh, with a video camera and he goes around and he checks. He says, here's your left right, left rear tire. You got 930 seconds. Here's your right rear. You got 930 seconds. Here's your front ones. And you got a little bit less. And then they showed the brakes. I had good rear brakes were fine. Front brakes uh, down to one millimeter of uh, brake material. Oops. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I told him, I said, I'm thinking about going out to, uh, uh, oh, shoot, Maryland, Annapolis, Maryland, uh, the second week of October for the for the big boat show out there so I can see the new Exquisite. And, Ooh, that'd uh, be fun. 
Yeah. Yeah, but he said, well, and then I said, I'm going, then the week after that, I'm going down to Alabama for the Rowdy Rebel Shindig Jamboree. That's more fun. Yeah, and he said, well, go to go to Maryland and then come back in and have it checked. And I said, nah, it was like $1,000 more for the for the brakes. So he had to do the rotors, the, the, the pads and the sensor or something. I said, just do it. Yeah, I looked at I looked at my account and I says, oh, Hyperfund's got what I need. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, though, there was some kind of a snafu over the weekend with my card that I didn't realize. And luckily, I still had enough in my regular account to pay for it. Um, but I was going to use, I, was, I went back and I was just, you know, I said, let's hand enter the code, the numbers. And she did, and it came back, you know, there was a problem. I said, uh-oh. So I checked my, I sent him a uh, text message through the support section of, on the card, on the HyperPay app, and they got back with me and said, yeah, there was an issue, we're issuing a new uh, card number, so I should have that and it should be back up and running here shortly. I haven't looked at it yet today, it may already be there, but uh, I sent them screenshots. It was kind of funny, it had, um, when I went and looked at the information about my card, it had my name. But it had a totally different card number and somebody's address in Italy. And I'm going, what's going on there? <laughs> but uh, yeah, they said there was some sort of a snafu, but it's all being taken care of. So they're they're, you know, in less than 24 hours they're responding and fixing the problem, which is good. Um, yeah, so, you, didn't, you didn't order a a fifty thousand dollar pizza. Uh, no. <laughs> and the other thing was my balances were kind of cattywampus. And when I looked at it yesterday, it was all straightened back out. And I had what should be in there was back. So that's good. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of strange at first. But, uh, you know, all things, are they're all working out. And it's just like anything else. You know, I've had uh, my regular bank. I have a card. I have a couple of cards connected to my regular bank account. One uh, it never leaves the house. It's done strictly for online purchases, and it almost never has any trouble. And then I have another one I keep in my wallet that I do for point-of-sale stuff, and that one maybe once a year gets compromised somehow if I go to a, a restaurant where they have to take the card because they're so fancy, and it comes back, and then a week later somebody's buying you know airline tickets to Florida or something. But um, recently my online card got hacked. Don't know what happened there, but um, I started Sounds seeing some that weird happened, stuff. What, at least three or four times the last yeah. year or so. Yeah, and that's weird because, you know, like I said, this one's never used for anything but online stuff, which is a lot. I think a lot more secure in most cases, but mm -hmm. uh, it got compromised. And you know, I always watch my bank account, so I, I see something right away and call them and say, oh, "There's yeah, an issue." And they shut it down. They put the money back and send me a new card, and we just keep. And I dread out. it because I have to go through all this rigmarole to yeah. re-register the new card. Yeah, I have to go through all all the places, try and remember everybody I've got auto ships and you know things set up with and auto billings and everything, and go in and change new information. But uh, you know, so far that's the first time that's happened in quite some time. You know, several years. Uh, so I consider myself lucky. But uh, so you know. For this to happen with the Hyperfund card really is, you know, and that's why I mentioned it. I'm just being above board. You know, nothing is perfect. There will be glitches with whatever you do. But the thing is, is the people are on top of it. They're taking care of it. And um, my funds were restored, you know, to, to where they were supposed to be and all that kind of thing. So, um, mm -hmm. 
you know, and then basically I, I still have, you remember Square? Yeah. A little personal sales thing. We had a little, at first you had a little thing that would plug into your phone that you could swipe a card through. Right. Um, <clears throat> I had a, I have one of those that I set up quite some time ago. And so basically now what I can do is once my card is active again, I can punch the numbers in there and basically it'll cost me a few percent, but it will send the money directly to my bank account and I can use it on my other card if I want to, <laughs> Oh, that's, that's <laughs> which is cool. pretty cool. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a way to get around the KYC crap with uh, some of these other things. But, uh, well, not necessarily because you got, I forget what you had to give them in order to set up an account. I think, I don't know if it was a, it, it was probably nowhere near what it is now. They probably have, you know, firstborn and all that kind of junk. But I did this probably six or seven years ago at least. And, um, they've, it's still active today. They haven't given me any questions or anything. You know, it just sits there until you use it. And there's a lot of other ways to do that kind of stuff too, if you're creative. But, um, Anyway, my son uses one of those too for his uh, detail shop, mm-hmm. and uh, so what? What do you do? You take it out of your coo and send it directly to your square? Yeah, basically, I can um, I can take the uh, credit card number or the debit card number from my um, uh, HyperPay account, punch the numbers into. It's basically doing a quick sale. I just punch the numbers into the uh, square thing and put in the amount, hit the button, and it charges the the original card, and it ships it right to my bank account. That's pretty oh. slick. Yeah. yeah, that is very cool. Yeah, it's pretty slick. Yeah, and uh, they charge. I think it's like two and a half percent plus fifteen cents or some kind of thing if you hand enter the card. Uh, yeah. There's always going to be a fee. Yeah, there's always going to be a fee. You just have to. No get matter used to what that. you do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and you know, that's, that's reasonable. You know, most cards charge up to 3% anyway, uh, some even more. So right. uh, only doing two and a half or whatever is, that's not bad. And, uh, gives you another option so you can move things around. And, uh, that's the, that's the key. But yeah, uh, money in motion so you can use it when you need it. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's square, it just, it gives not you square, but, uh, Stripe has been blocking some of my uh, just regular bank charges. They just don't want to process certain companies. huh? I've never even heard of Stripe. Oh, yeah. Stripe has been around quite a long time. And that was the company, one of the companies that caused the failure of the WeShare project. Hmm. Stripe and a Canadian bank held the the accountants uh, saying, oh, we have too many chargebacks, and we don't know who to pay, so we're just going to hang on to the money till we figure it out. <laughs> of course. <laughs> they took hang on to like three million. Four million dollars. Wow. Yeah. It killed. It killed the company. Oh, I bet. The WeShare yeah. project was working really well until they screwed it up. And then there and was that's a, that was a Canadian company. Yeah, Canadian. I don't even think they can do business in the U.S. anymore. Hmm. Well, they're still doing it. I mean, it just, but they seem to pick and choose what you can buy and what you can't. Yeah. yeah. They don't tell you, but they just block your card. It just won't work. It's it's really amazing. It's nuts. That's why I keep saying you got to get your funds out of the U.S. system. Yep. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, it's getting crazier yeah. and crazier. HyperFund allows you to do that. 
By the way, you had sent me an email f- uh, from behind MLM. <laughs> mm-hmm. That came in over the weekend, Kath. Um, and, you know, when they're talking about Hyperfund, he, he's got things all mixed up. Yeah, that's for sure. And he uses, the thing about the, he uses yeah. Wikipedia as one of his sources. <laughs> so you got to be, somebody uses Wikipedia right there, discount. <laughs> all right. Well, it's, yeah. he's got everything mixed up, and he's he's it's innuendo, and mm-hmm. he's using out-of-date sources, things that they're not fully – he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yep. Now, well, we, we have watched this guy for years now, and uh, we know a couple people that actually knows the guy that's behind the MLM. Andy knows him. Yeah, and uh, what they do is they, uh, they will tell you uh, – they, they write up a bad report on everything and everybody, but if you pay them enough money, they'll give you a good report. <laughs> yeah. Of course. And if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, mm-hmm. well, I have this deal for you, you know, and then he wants you to come into some other program. Right. But it scares people to see this, especially yeah. when you're thinking about becoming a member or something of, mm-hmm. of something. And, yeah, uh, I was have hoping he would have been on here today, but he left after Roger's show, unfortunately. Who are you talking about? Uh, the guy that sent me the email originally. I'm not going to put it out there who, but... That uh, was more. What's that? Yeah, I sent that to you, Jim. Oh, are you back on? I didn't leave. Oh, I could have swore I thought you had left. Huh. Oh, yeah, well. so we have, we watched this guy do this too many 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 companies over the past what six seven years john well since we've been doing this uh yeah. he's, been, he's been doing this to a lot of people even before that before we showed up and you know started doing this stuff yeah. can you send me something that documents that this guy is a shill so i know no uh, no no you can just read it and tell i mean it's well, just all yeah. over the place there's nothing there that is cohesive and nothing actually describes uh, what Hyperfund is doing. Uh, they take reports, for example, um, Ryan Zhu is a consultant uh, to many, many companies. And um, he, he, he got pulled in for questioning on, on one deal. Uh, and that was listed. Oh, he was arrested. You know, he wasn't. <laughs> he went in voluntarily just to explain, you know, he's just a consultant. He has nothing to do with the company. But yet, they were advertising that he was arrested. Right. I remember that. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, just, it's just more and more things like that. You know, these guys have been so successful and have done such a great job. They're uh, like the CNN of MLM, you know, yeah. or, or networking, you know. You know, you could, you could punch Health in news. Longevity or Amway. And I've been with both of those companies for, I've been with Amway since 1978, and they are one of the most above-board companies uh, you'll ever find. They are rock Mm -hmm. solid, and you'll find all kinds of people saying they're a scam, they're a Ponzi scheme, it's a pyramid, it's this, it's that, it's the other thing. Now, you'll have unscrupulous distributors doing stupid stuff, but the company itself has some of the highest ratings by, like, Dun & Bradstreet, uh, Better Business Bureau, you know, all the people that rate businesses, Amway's at the top, and Longevity ain't far behind. But you'll find people out there, you know, for whatever reasons, putting out information that says, oh, it's a scam, it's terrible, you know, the products don't work. And, uh, uh, uh. You, those people are always out there. 
You just have to automatically expect to see that anytime something good comes along, somebody's going to be out there giving it, trying to give it a black eye. Yeah. What's interesting about this guy, though, is he didn't discuss a situation that involved the Vietnamese. Oh, yes. You know, he, he seemed to have all these old things about all these other companies, but nothing about what actually has really been a controversial issue because of the Vietnamese. And that is, is that in the Asian countries, when you put out some of these products, I learned this from Andy, too, because Andy was involved in paying. He's always over there. He knows. Yeah. You, know. you you pay these leaders to, when you go into the Asian companies, and they're, they're kind of on a salary. And they got a job to do. Their job is, is to bring uh, their network into the program. And they get paid money up front so that they can use that as incentives to, to bring people into the program. That's the way it works. So what yeah. the Vietnamese guys did was they took all the money. Well, they, they started went, an actual brick-and-mortar building for them. Let's go forget that little part of it. They, they did the deal. They gave the money. And then they took that money and they went off and they actually built a whole other company with that money. And, and um, HyperFund told them, that's not the deal, man. You know, stop that. You need to you need to keep part of the contract. And they wouldn't quit, and they were just you know moving on like they could keep it. And so they terminated them. And so they they, they now they're doing articles and stuff saying that uh, Hyperfund welched on paying them their money and everything. So what they did was is they went over to the western side, and they signed up in the western side, where everybody's doing just fine. And they started getting paid too. Because they were on the Western side. They weren't in the Vietnamese program. And so then they turned around and said that they were uh, discriminating against the Vietnamese in favor of the West. I mean, it's just all over the place. Um, you know, okay. when you are as big as these guys are, you are a target. Listen, here's how you know that this is just, it's all bullshit. You've got Monash University that's, that's working with these guys doing blockchain work. You've got another one university, I can't remember the name of that one. And you got Purdue University working with these guys. You have the SEC who just vetted uh, Ryan Zhu to be a director of a US company. They approved SEC it. SEC or FTC? SEC. Okay. And that's in the in the uh, Troy Rada due diligence uh, video we sent out towards the end. They show the actual SEC documents where they approved him. Uh, these guys and these level of universities and the countries that they're putting in these uh, uh, educational programs, none of these guys would be working with them if they were scammers. Not, not on your life. They certainly have the tools and the knowledge to, to verify everything these guys are doing. Norway and then like Troy said, he was first hearing about Hyperfund. Nobody told him that Sam Lee was, um, you know, the chairman of, one of the companies over there. And uh, it's like he says. He knew Sam Lee personally, and he said, well, you guys sure wasted a lot of time if you told me about it was Sam Lee off the bat. <laughs> you know, it, it, I'd have been done. I know this guy. I know what this guy does. And um, so, you know, behind MLM is, is a scammer, and he's, uh, he does these things, and you can't get rid of it off the Internet. It just once everything's get on there, unless you're going to pay him. And wh why would you want to pay somebody who is uh, – just an irritant and, and well uh, it's called blackmail yeah really extortion yep, yeah extortion yeah right but listen we haven't had any problem i mean uh 
every, I, I personally thought this was a pump and dump program, the way when I first heard about it. And then I, I got to look into it more. And I, I saw what they're actually doing. And um, once I saw actually what they were doing, bingo, guys are geniuses. Hey, John. Yeah. Explain what you just said, pump and dump. How did you, how did you, why'd you think that? Relative to uh, hyperfund, well, because of because of the MOF coin, the way they were using the MOF coin, mm. thought they were just running all their company business through it to run it up in price, and then they would just you know take all their funds out and go do something else. Well, just you be- know, out, out there, uh, what is it like ninety eight percent of all uh, the uh, coins, they'll fail, you know. They have a lot of a uh, lot of coins that come out that just fail, and we call those pump and dumps. Well, you also have to watch for the whales. Now, whales are designed are designated if they have a thousand Bitcoin and up, and I mean there are lots of them. If you listen to that recording that uh, uh, I did from that uh, frontline doctor, uh, which I sent out to a whole bunch of people um, that I recorded over the weekend. The uh, a bunch of uh, about 500 of these whales have moved from California into um, San Juan down in Puerto Rico because there's no taxes, no no capital gains taxes, no income taxes. So they left California, and and the doctor referred to them as Bitcoin billionaires, literally. But he said most of them are libertarian. Well, what they've done is they've set up something called the globalcovidsummit.org. Global, globalcovidsummit.org. And they use the blockchain technology to put out the truth. And one of the reasons they're doing that is because of their libertarian bent. But secondly, they're putting it into the blockchain because it can't be, it can't be gotten rid of. The information is there for everybody to see all the truth of the matter and all the bullshit that they've been give, giving people around the planet about this whole COVID thing. And, uh, and you know, the doc was just more than appreciative. That that recording is, is really worth listening to. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to it, Jim. I don't think but so. Um, where where I can I find it? Oh, Telegram. I put it in your Telegram, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I've been off that, the thing all well, weekend. <laughs> You know, we didn't we didn't want to bring it in here today, but uh, I mean, you you're probably going to want to play it for people. It's very very good. Doctor Mark McDonald. Yeah, okay. guys, this is a, this is an amazing guy with his background, what he's done, and how he got to the point where he was. And the guy speaks Japanese, French, um, Spanish, and English fluently. He's involved in all these international commissions. It's just amazing. And he's very clear and spoken. You can understand everything he says. And he's very direct about all this stuff. And uh, people were asking him real pointed questions. And he was giving real pointed answers. Yeah, it's a great, great meeting. I mean, I I just can't get over the quality of the speakers that we're having at this little park meeting that we've been doing. <laughs> That's a trip. And it hasn't stopped. I mean, we're going to keep them going. Uh, it's fantastic. And then when I can get these kind of recordings, um, you know, I'm in open air and I'm using a digital, uh, a handheld digital uh, recorder. Uh, they won't let me plug into their system, um, That's which is the way I normally do it. Yeah. But um, uh, it's great. It's a great, great interview. Mm-mm-mm. But it points out, again, it just backs up everything we're doing with HyperFun. 
because you got to get your funds out of the system. Yeah. There's just all there is to it. And I notice now that we've been doing this for a while, since May 8th, uh, when we finally pulled the trigger after looking at it for more than a year. And, you know, Kathy kept bugging me. Um, so, so, so we, persuasive. you know, we, we finally did it. And it really, I should, we should have done it even bigger than we did. Seriously. Yeah. Well, 2020 hindsight. Yeah, but well. it's never, never too late. You could, uh, you know, come in with something, and if you want to add to it later, you can always do that. Yep. Like I did yesterday your, with my five hundred. Your choice. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Brain well, parts. It's, it's very rewarding, and uh, you know, like this guy is dismissing the the fact that these they've created this membership program, like in a rewards program. He disses that whole concept. Yet the Federal Trade Commission wrote our terms of agreement. Yeah. With our attorneys. And that's been approved. He doesn't have that in there. He didn't say anything about that. Well, of course not. Right. So, um, well, he. I think he says something in a dismissive way, but he doesn't. Uh, he he doesn't really realize every. You know, he's operating with uh, independent research that he did, and he slants it the way he sees it. Yeah. But I can understand maybe because of what I was thinking initially, without having full information. Um, that there might be something suspicious about it. But when you start seeing it work and everything, everything's above board. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got your rewards program, and what they're doing is paying you back as part of your reward system, the membership. Yeah. But it's based on the total, the one in, three out basis. And you can, you can partake of all these other um, offerings that you can uh get into that they're doing that they're building because that's what they're doing this is a this is a membership-based program to build a customer base of over 30 million people and then they want to take the whole after all these other products have been developed they want to take that whole thing as one ipo and we're already in the deal and then when you can get in with 15 percent 20 percent 30 percent discounts pre-market before they release it to the public which is fine because we're part of the company I mean, I, I'm amazed at what they did. Who thought this thing up? Yeah, they certainly know what they were doing. But the the proof of the matter is, is that they went to the Federal Trade Commission to make sure that they would be legal, and they wanted to do that. So they were because those are the tougher rules, and they wanted to make sure that they were legal in all all jurisdictions around the planet, and that's why they used the U.S. rules. But that makes us happy because our compliance officers, even in the U.S. And, and she's open about it. You know, she talks about all this stuff. So th- we have to follow specific rules. You can't use investment terms. It's not an investment. It's an absolutely a rewards program. And one of the rewards that you can redeem is you can redeem uh, some of your rewards for MOF, the company's coin that they use. Uh, it's a publicly traded coin. And once you do that, uh, that's out of the hyperfund system completely. It's in a secondary market. And you can do whatever you want with it. No yeah. different than buying mining contracts and making money there. It's no different than going to the Mars Mall and using those funds over there to buy goods and services. So, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you: Were you aware that um, the uh, calculator is no longer available, or at yes. least temporary, unavailable? But right. it, as long as you've got it on your browser and you don't refresh, you're good. You can use that thing off. <laughs> I've, I've got can, it on both my desktop happen. and my laptop, and I can sit here still and punch in numbers. 
and it still works. But why they take it down? Uh, because there were some people that were saying it was an investment and showing how there's there's no dollar signs on this thing at all, but people are indicating that yeah, this is the kind of money you can make, and that kind of stuff. So you can replace your full time income. You can. Uh, they're right. using investment terms, money terms, dollar terms, and that's not what it is. And if they don't keep it according to the rules under the Federal Trade Commission. We yeah. lose the deal. Yeah, and that's the thing. So the compliance is being very picky about it because they want to make sure that people are able to access this program the way it's supposed to be. And wow. uh, so when other people are using it and saying, you know, right now, clearly it says HU, 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 HU. There's no dollar signs, no nothing. And I think, you know, the way the, the website was worded, it, it sounds like, um, they may be making some changes to further solidify the fact that this is not an investment. This is strictly a calculator to show uh, the HU return of, you know, in as far as your membership goes. In the it's a hypothetical system. You can't yeah. you can't show uh, any combinations. You can't show additional funds going in. You, you can't. Right. You just put an amount in there, and it shows you how it works. Mm -hmm. That's that's basically what it does. Yeah. So, and Jim, what I did was, is because eventually I'm going to have to reboot my computer and I'm going to lose <laughs> that connection. Yeah. And that everybody has that problem. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I went through and did screenshots. I mean, I just did a video of running through different amounts, uh, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just going to take uh, take a uh, make a PowerPoint slide from those different screenshots mm -hmm. and just have those available to to look yeah, at. That's a good idea. You, know, you don't need to run the whole thing all the time. It doesn't make any sense because yeah. that's not the purpose of it anyway. You just want to demonstrate how you can use this to build a rewards program that would be very economically sound for your for yourself mm -hmm. for now and in the future. Yeah, yeah. And it's I, just a thumbnail sketch. It, you, you know, there. If you're if you're skilled in Excel, you could write your own program if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. It's not a complicated program. No, but. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, they, it, they did a good job with it, and um, I'm just hoping that uh, it'll be interesting to see because my system is set up so that whenever I reboot the computer, uh, everything comes back exactly the way it was when I shut it down. All of my browser windows are there and everything, so it'll be interesting to see whether the thing is still available at that point. But I'm going to do some screenshots redirect. first. <laughs> no, it'll it'll redirect. You know what I mean? That's what's yeah. happening. When it, when you send a fresh signal in, mm -hmm. it redirects to the page that says yeah. it's not available. Right. Yeah. It's still operational. Oh, they yeah. just redirect the, the, the login. That's all. Right. Yep. Just so to... how do you get the redirect? And I just clicked on it from Jim's website, and it, I got that message been shut down. Yep. Yeah. That's the redirect. Yeah. And unless oh, you know, they've, they've changed the actual address for the thing. And unless you have that actual address exactly, you're not going to find it. Well, no, they got the actual address there, but they put in a redirect. So mm -hmm. when it comes in it comes for that, that screen, it, the system, the website where they've got it hosted, mm -hmm. redirects it to the other PID to notice, that notice. Yeah, That's all it does. But you guys have the actual address? Is that what you're saying? No, it's the same thing. If I was to copy this address from the one that's working and plug it into a new browser window, it would come up with that message. Mm. I tried that the other day. <laughs> it's, a, it's an if-then statement. So yeah. if 
this signal is coming in for this address, then reroute to window number right. two. So it's gone, just gone, gone. For the time okay. being. So I Hopefully guess what we're going to have to do is just send, be able to um, send people the, the, the snaps of the, um, yeah. you know, and make a PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. Well, the purpose is because when I use the calculator, I'm talking about it anyway. I'm showing them this, this, the different numbers and how it works, and I'm talking about it. So I'm still going to use it. It won't be sent out to people because it's not going to really help them. You, you've got to talk about it, and that's what we want to do anyway. We want to talk about it and explain right. it so they understand it. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't go line by line. I, I would go the beginning. I go 90 end. days, 180 yeah. days into 12 months and at the at the end mm -hmm. and it's just a hypothetical situation uh that somebody participated in the rewards program and kept buying rewards right that's all you're doing you're, you're just taking the a released amount that you can use for anything else that you need and just doing buying additional memberships with it and they're just stacking one on top of another see that's exactly. one of the concepts people don't understand they think there's some kind of compounding going on there isn't Every time you do a rebuy, it's a whole new membership, but it's a mini membership. Inside your main account. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, in, yeah, in the same account. You just multiple memberships. Right. Which is the way it's set up to do anyway, because it, yeah. you, you could it's three hundred, five hundred, and a thousand. So if somebody came in with ten thousand, you'd have to buy ten one thousand memberships. Mm -hmm. Now in that, when you're buying the initial membership, those will all be added together and put in one one membership timeline. But when you're constantly doing the rebuy every 50 units, you can put that in and it's considered new money. Why? Because you could actually take that money and buy a mining contract with it. You you could get involved in their other companies that they're making because maybe they're opening up a company and they're giving you the option to have some uh, some part of it um, for, for a 30% discount or a 15% discount because you're part of the company. And that's part of the reward system. The other is the educational package. That's part of the reward system as well. Really, you're 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 there, and they want a loyal customer base, and they know what they're doing. I think it's genius the way they did this. Yeah, they covered the bases. Well, they not only did that; they they got it approved that they are full recourse. Mm -hmm. You have you say the the purchaser has full recourse against the vendor. Yeah, and that's and when you look at the numbers, you know they took a hundred million and turned it into twenty billion in nine years. I mean, yeah, you got to know what you're doing. They don't need our funds; they need our our bodies, our bodies to help them build the the hypertech group company program that they're putting together, and it's got all of these different other businesses that are involved in it. Uh, the Amazon Killer app at the Mars Mall. They've got a, a special private messaging company they're putting together. All of these different companies are all part of that stuff that we're going to be involved in. And when that thing goes on to uh, in the IPO, we're going to be on the company side owning pieces of that IPO before it hits the market. Yeah. So, Jeff, back to that article. I would, you know, I would stop trying to convince this guy because he's obviously not going to... Uh, He's just going to keep doing it. You just have to show him down the road where it's still going and it's working. And eventually he'll figure it out. And if not, that's his loss. What no, you say is this. What you yeah, simply that's say. That's like talking to other people about the U.S. Citizen National. Not everyone's ready to hear it or willing or mm -hmm. 
free of the uh, propaganda. It's yeah. true. Yep. Well, what you do is say, look, you know, let's, let's just do document this conversation. Do you mind if I call you back in a year and show you what you missed? There you go. <laughs> okay. Or so three months. Yeah. Or 600 days. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's that easy. If they're not interested, they're not interested. You know, we don't care. Mm -hmm. There's really, you know, when there's only half a million, million people, people in this thing, planet. we have a target rich environment out there. And, I love new pe new people. This yeah. is where I'm going. I'm going to new people. I'm going to these people that were getting set up as nationals and and explain. They know there's something wrong with the money system. They keep hearing all these bad things that are going to happen, and they want to do something to protect their funds because these people have pension programs that are completely compromised. And they're and they're going for this whole thing about having a carbon credit based economic system <laughs> and a social credit economic system you know you're going to get certain amount of carbon credits and when you go past those you get penalized those are fiat carbon credits yeah it's not it's not mm -hmm. good you know and that that okay. scottish guy i don't know why his name is i can't remember been so long since i listened to him I mean back in the 90s he was explaining all this stuff and people were just you know yeah 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 right you know but his sources I think it was Alan Wells or something like that. Um, he had, it was really kind of hard to understand. He had a, he a pretty heavy accent, but after you listen to him for a while, you could pick it up pretty good. He used to be on Republic Broadcasting. That's where I listened to him quite a bit. But they don't have him on anymore. He's still out there. Well, anyway, we come down to the wire here, bud. you got a couple minutes before the end of the show. Anything you want to say? or how That's to? Right. You know, people need to contact uh, you if they want to get going. Yeah, basically, they just and, uh, yourdiywealth.com. Click on the Hyperfund link and look at the stuff. If you have any questions, if you want to talk to John or Kathy or me or whoever, just uh, send me an email and tell me who you want to talk to, and I'll pass it along. And uh, if you want the sign-up code, I can provide you with that. But uh, we'll get you. We'll get you the information you need to yeah, get. Yeah, they going. have to request the code. You yeah. can't be put out there. You know. Yeah. The other thing is, if you're in Southern California and you want to, me to do a class, you get five people together, ten people together, and uh, I present the Hyperfund as a way to protect their funds. Once they find out that they need to protect them, their body, we talk about protecting their funds, so they'll be okay. And then if you sponsor the class, anybody that signs up will go go to you, not me. And I don't charge for any of this stuff. You know, I provide everything. I do the class. All you just have to feed me. Yeah, but if you've ever seen John eat, that's going to be expensive. I've well, I don't eat <laughs> Just kidding. Just, just no shrimp, no clams, none of that stuff, you know. A pie in each hand. Just flame and yawn. No. <laughs> Porterhouse. Nope. I, I have very simple taste. I don't, I don't even crave steak. I don't like it. Yeah, give him a tube steak. Oscar Mayer. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. a pretty good lasagna last night. We had the poorest service I've ever had in a restaurant. We've been there three times and they were saying, Oh, we can't give you separate checks. It's too complicated for our system. They did it before <laughs> twice. And I, I was in there first, and a whole bunch of people came in later and they got all their service done. I, I, I didn't even have a cup of coffee. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's COVID cutbacks. 
Well, you know what they didn't have? The waitresses didn't have a manager who was out on the floor, mm-hmm. and they didn't have any assistants cleaning off tables and, you know, doing runner service to get coffee and stuff like that you needed. It was all done with these uh, yeah. young gals, and uh, it, it was not good. I didn't want to go there in the first place. I'd already had it the last time I was there. I got a meatball sandwich that had no marinara sauce in the meatballs. They were cold, <laughs> and the bread was old and falling apart. Wow. You know, it was terrible. Man, that stinks. It's probably CNAs trying to uh, learn new careers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, all the hospital workers are out there. Well, I guess I'm going to wait tables now. <laughs> yeah. You know, we brought probably 30 people at a time to that place. And uh, the, the crap of the service that we got this last time was worse than two times before. I don't think we'll ever go back there again. Oh, by the anyway. way. I, on Thursday, my wife had a um, an appointment with uh, uh, another surgery center that's in the same medical group as the one as the hospital she's working at now. But she's been trying to get back into surgery for a couple of years now because the idiots that are, have been put over aren't even nurses. They have cl- they're totally clueless, and they obviously didn't get to their position by experience and time and grade and that kind of thing. But um, she had a really good uh, appointment. And both uh, she and the director of the center, they loved it, you know. And she comes home and said, you ask him about the injections? No. Did you ask him about your upcoming vac- vacation? No. <laughs> I said, well, you better check that first. Friday, I'm sitting at the dealership waiting on my car. And she calls me and all excited. I, t- I just got a text back. Neither of them are deal breakers. So uh, they're not going to push her for the for the injections. And she's got vacation coming up in November that she'll be able to take. So... Looks like she's going to switch jobs and uh, be doing what she wants to and still have, you know, like a lateral transfer, all the benefits, transfer, pay, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, she's a happy camper now. Uh, hey, another oh, thing that's that, great. Another that's thing great. on that the thing I asked a pointed question about the transmission and shedding problem mm-hmm. and unvaccinated need to be worried about being around vaccinated. And yep. the answer was yes. Definitely. And he talks about that. Uh, kind of indirectly, he didn't go as deep as I thought he should go, but uh, he did say it. Yeah, and uh, with this stuff, because of the spike proteins, they they specifically like Tenpenny and, Mo- and Mikovits. Most of them say it's not shedding; you're not shedding the virus, but you're transmitting the spike protein. But he didn't understand. He thought yeah. it was shedding. That the transmission, the way he tra- understood transmission, he was just talking about somebody infecting somebody because they're in the same room, mm-hmm. and he had to use. Somebody said, "No, no, with shedding." And then, of course, I know that Mikovits and the others right. said it's not shedding. They can't say it's shedding. They say it's transmission. So his terms were, were flipped. Right. But once he once somebody said, no, no, he's talking about the shedding. He says, oh, shedding. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, Dr. Brian Artis actually brought up in uh, one of his talks the Pfizer protocol for their um, testing. If someone was pregnant, a woman was pregnant and went to be a part of the actual, the initial testing program, uh, the first thing they do would be a pregnancy test. And if you turned out to be pregnant, they would cut them from the program immediately. And if they were, and if one of the people in the program who had been injected had, were in the same room breathing the same air as a pregnant person, pregnant lady, that was to be documented as a negative effect for the pregnant person and the baby. We have but, to do that for rubella vaccination. Yeah. 
And the thing is, is just breathing the same air in the same room was bad enough to be considered a negative event. And on top of that, they didn't have to report it to the FDA because the pregnant lady was not a part of the program. (laughs) Another thing he described vaccine as putting glass pieces of glass shards in your circulatory system. Mm -hmm. Nasty stuff. This guy. Right. You said what glass shards? Yep, and your yeah, circulatory system. Yeah, he says it's like system. taking, putting glass shards inside your oh, circulatory oh. system. You, you were, you were using a metaphor. Okay, okay, got it. Yeah, that's what that's, that's his metaphor. Well, whatever. Well, Jim, let me tell you what I did mm-hmm. uh, Friday when I discharged myself. Uh, you know, and then the next day, my daughter took me to another hospital, local hospital. And um, they couldn't do anything because they didn't have a, a cardiologist or a nephrologist on their staff because they're a small hospital. Um, so he gave me some Lasix because my kidneys are shutting down, right? Right. And uh, left ventricle. So what I did was I came home and thank God somebody had sent me some ivermectin. <laughs> so I did uh, ivermectin right away. I got it in my system. Within an hour, I felt such relief that I had felt in a month, you know, and I could breathe. Um, so keep that on hand, guys. It's really good stuff, you know. Ivermectin, Z, uh, zinc, and uh, D is what I've, I've been taking. Awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to TSC this afternoon to pick up some other stuff. I'm going to grab some of that while I'm at it. And, uh, I tell you what, after what I've been through this week, everybody should have some on hand. Yep. So, yeah. Where to get it? Yeah, because a lot of places are demanding, like if you want the horse pace, they want a picture of your horse. Yeah, I carry those on my phone. <laughs> yeah, well, you do. Yeah. But the point is, I'll sell pictures so of my horses to anybody that wants them. <laughs> Ten <laughs> bucks a piece. I <laughs> also said that the. Uh, the ivermectin uh, animal this is identical to the human. Yep. And a free picture of my horse to anybody who signs up with at least a $500 membership in, in Hyperfund. <laughs> now that is a premium. <laughs> uh, you'll even have your choice between honey and Apache. Uh, thousand, thousand, they're up. You'll get both. Uh, just kidding. But uh, I want a Mr. Ed for that. Well, honey looks a lot like Mr. Ed. She's a Palomino. Yeah? Yep. Does she stamp her foot, yes or no? Yeah. Just not on command. <laughs> Can she call the racetrack and place bets? No, we don't have a, a functioning phone in the barn just because she was calling overseas and the, it was getting out of control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I enjoyed Mr. Ed when I was a kid. That was mm-hmm. a fun show. Yep, the old show's back there. That's why I love Steve Voss's song, Life Was Better in Black and White. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what. That was a fantastic I love the Donna song. Reed show, too. That was cool. Oh, yeah. And Daddy Loves Best, Make Room for, or Knows Best, and <laughs> Loves Best. That's a pro porn film, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy Knows Best. <laughs> you like porn? Make Room I've for Daddy. Watching- Green Acres the last couple of days. Oh, man. Because I can't get well, to my computer. Yeah, Petticoat Junction. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep, Andy Griffith's one of the classics. Oh, hey, what about Hee Haw? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was watching Andy Ooh. Griffith, too. Yeah. <laughs> Don like picking and a grinning. Oh. <laughs> uh, Petticoat Junction. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Joe, Bobby Joe, Betty Joe. Uh, hey, are we past the time? I mean, are we yeah, still it's, on the air? It's, yeah. You know, we, oh, you're two hours. I'm two hours now. Two Come hours. on, John. <laughs> forget that, John. Can anybody uh, hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Go on, Liam. Can oh, I didn't know. I've been talking, so I had to reboot again. Oh, goodness. I got some test questions for you guys, especially John. John, I got in a long time ago under Roger when we were on the other system, and I got burnt down to a half a half a coin. I've been hanging on to it for, I thought for years, a 0.5 Bitcoin. But when I finally look back at my accounts in 17, it only shows 0.15 Bitcoin. Do you know what might have happened? Uh, no. Where did you have it? That Bitcoin that we set up with that, well, I forget what it was called, that big group that we oh, get three and three. Oh, the stuff. Yeah, Gladiacoin. Yeah, well, this would have oh. been outside Gladiacoin or it had been totally gone. So you had to have it in a wallet somewhere, and I had it in a wallet. Yeah, so it should it should all be there. But I only got point one five left in my wallet. How'd that happen? They stole it. Most wallets have have a uh, accounting feature that you should be able to go back and look at every single transaction when it was made and for how much. You should be able to track every single bit that was taken out of there. and that's what I would do just to But what verify. wallet is it? What wallet does he have it in? It was a Bitcoin. I understand you got a coin, but you could have a Bitcoin in all kinds what? of different wallets. What wallet? Into a Bitcoin.com. That's what I'd have to look at. I don't have my paperwork with me. Yeah. Yeah, you'll have to figure out which wallet it was and then go back in the records. And uh, it should have transactions of every transmission in and out of that wallet. Well, I recalculated, but he had been figuring all along how much I had in, and now I find out I've only got 1.157, blah, 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 blah. Next question is, I don't want to lose any more, so if I got into this, I'm trying to decide what's the best way to go, put it all in, or just part of it at a time? No, put it all in. It'll automatically triple whatever you got. Gonna triple, so then you can automatically take back your initial and uh, trade it back into Bitcoin if that's what you want. Put your Bitcoin back in your wallet and still be uh, better off. Okay, well that's <laughs> that's what I need to do. And so it values it then right now it's probably sixty five hundred dollars. I guess if we want to use dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, that'd so, be good. Then you'd be able to. Uh... Uh, uh, do a triple on the six and then do one five hundred. But you need to go back and look at the transactions yeah. in your account because they're all there. Everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the only time you want your wallet is if you, you said something about did you put it in your wallet and that's what I can't remember back so far because when Gladiator coin went out I was just basically hadn't burned all my coins up yet, so here in my mind, well, I had a point five left. Well, do you have them in uh, blockchain, or 
Kiki yeah, or that's a useful yeah. blockchain. Is there a blockchain company? Yeah, yeah. It's a blockchain uh -huh. wallet. Well, that's where it is. It's in a blockchain wallet. Yes. Then anything that was All in there should still be there. there. Yeah, and you you can track every single one, and they can't take anything out of there without your knowledge. You know, only the people that have access to your codes would be able to you know move stuff in and out of there. So you have. So to, I could do. You can look at your. I could go all the way back to the beginning. Yep. Every yeah. single transaction out of there should be in your records. That actually saved my hind because a couple of years ago, somebody, well, it was back during the Gladiacoin days, uh, somebody actually PayPal'd money to me, and then I sent them Bitcoin. But what we were doing is we would actually fund directly into their uh, Coin account to get them started. And they came back to me, you know, about a, a year ago saying, this person sent you $8,500 and they never got their Bitcoin. And at first, I didn't even remember it. And then I went back into transactions, and sure enough, I found the transaction and that it, it actually, because they didn't think they got it, but it actually went to their Gladiacoin account. So when Gladiacoin went down, of course, they lost everything. But they, I could prove that, that I actually sent the, the Bitcoin, and, you know, it was not directly to them, to their wallet, but to their, you know, to fund their account. And that made them happy, and they stopped bugging me. <laughs> but uh, well, I'm still... I'm still a novice for all this buying and selling in Bitcoin, so if I got in on the ride just to give him some help, and I still don't understand what the advantage is to bring in people. That's the part I don't understand. I've been so burnt out on all the network marketing from Hamway to Timbuktu. Because I'm not yeah, a salesman like one guy on this network does. You just take well, it one day at a time. This, you know, you don't have to share it with yeah. anybody. You just start out doing uh, it passively. You can be, be passive and still be three times ahead. You don't ever have to so share it with So just press on, on my own. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. If, so what have, what, what's the benefit then of sharing it with others? I didn't catch all of that. It just increases your I looked at part of the video, but it's still it speeds yeah. up your payback process. Or the uh, what happens when, when you is is the company rewards you? They send you a twenty percent of whatever their daily payment is as, uh, and puts it in your account. So it's uh, you don't get commissions or anything like that. It's just twenty percent faster back um, to to the person that referred you. Yes, but it doesn't come out of their reward either. Right. Correct. Yeah. It just accelerates their process a little bit faster. It's actually it's actually your rewards that you already have built up. They're just paying it faster to you, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Mm -hmm. It really adds up. And you also need to watch your accounts to make sure they don't uh, dwindle down to nothing. Because they'll they'll get paid up. They'll you know you'll have yeah, the come back faster. Yeah, somebody did. Somebody <laughs> did that the other day. Uh, John. What does that mean? What do you mean dwindle? What would dwindle? Well, if you're being uh, if your rewards are coming faster than you're expecting, because it's all coming out of the your initial account. Uh -huh. Okay, so they're paying you. They're they're giving you rewards from your original three times amount. So if it's coming faster, if you're getting twenty percent more. 
that means that that pay uh, that reward account is is when is, is coming down 20% faster so it might if you're not watching it closely it could pay you back instead of taking 600 days it may only take 150 or 200 so, and so my initial basis numbers would somehow shrink right cuz you're being paid you're getting the rewards back so you just have to make sure that you're doing rebuys from time to time to keep that uh, account funded so it keeps going. All right. Well, that's not clear to me, but I understood your answer. <laughs> <laughs> so did, uh, did you hear um, that our top account zeroed out, Jim? What was that? Our top account zeroed out. Somebody wasn't yeah, paying Yeah, somebody mentioned to that to me the other day. Yeah, see, I can't turn my back on you kids for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you can't well, just pull bottom, out all the time. The problem was is that you're, when you get your, your, uh, you get your daily payments with no problem, uh, but when you get the community rewards coming in, 80% is credited to your rewards account and 20% is credited to your certified account. Right. So I was looking at the rewards numbers coming in and didn't really, really realize that what was being pulled off was 100%, but only 80% was going into that account. So I was not keeping up with the amount that I needed to have in the account mm -hmm. to pull off, to reduce into our accounts, and it went to zero. Yeah, so you just need to make sure you're doing rebuys from time to time to keep stuff in there. You need to know the numbers. You just need yeah. to know the number. They tell you what the number is. But if you take your reward account and you just divide it by 0.8, that's the actual number of rewards that you got in. Um, is, it, is that stuff written down somewhere so I can read it over and over? It's just so simple. You it's get right here in my brain. You get yeah, well, it's simple points. for you to see. You, you, get, you get 50 points. Your account builds up to 50 points, and that can happen. Uh, it just depends on what kind of membership you want to come in with. Uh, say if you came in with 10,000, that's 50 points a day. So then you have the choice of doing a rebuy, or you can uh, withdraw it. So uh, it, it's very click of a button, you know. Once you decide you're going to either do a rebuy, which three times your awards again so say if you put 50 back in that turns into 150 mm -hmm. or you can withdraw that so it takes about all of five minutes maybe to uh click that button and do a rebuy it's not it's not complicated sounds no, complicated, i think we're talking about two not. different things no you'll see once you get going yeah, it's uh, it's different, but once once you're in the system and you're watching the numbers on it, you'll you'll see it pretty quickly. Right, yeah. I want to become familiar. Yeah, and I'm just impatient. <laughs> okay. Well, the sooner Welcome you get the, the funds club. in there, the better off you'll be because you'll be able to see it happen every day. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm getting 500 every day plus, and so I just keep rebuying, and so yes, we just pay, pay attention yeah. to numbers. Yeah. Wow. I can only see the numbers on the calculator. I mean, well, not really, uh, because the calculator is assuming uh, some things that are probably are happening in your account. I, I don't know if you're going to refer anybody, but as soon as you refer somebody, calculator can't even begin to show you the accelerated uh, benefits to you. Right. I'm not relying not on the calculator for accurate information just to... Right. 
just an idea. It's, it's yeah. very simple. Whatever whatever you put in, they multiply it times three, right. and they pay you one half of one percent back to you as part of the rewards. They give you your funds back, but it's based on the three times number, not based on the actual deposit. The actual deposit only determines the daily payment amount, and that's times 0 .005. That's one half of one percent that they take from the three. So if you had a 3,000 units in your account and you got a 50 payment, now you've got 2,950 left of rewards to be released to you on a daily basis. And, and it just comes back to you. They're just giving you back the rewards account on the basis of one half of 1% per day, which is 15% a month. And so if you just take the funds out, you'll have 600 days of that payment. If you're doing the rebuy, you, you, you can you can actually get another little 50-unit membership, and it's multiplied times three and added to the balance. So it puts back the 50 they paid you and adds 100 to it because it's three times the 50. So that begins to increase the number of units that you have in your overall account and therefore you get more more releases every day, it increases your payment amount every day. It's a, really simple, which is you see a little bit of the math. It's really not too difficult. That's all they're doing. Okay. They're just paying you back uh, based on the amount in the three times count. But it's the initial payment that determines that amount that they pay you. Sure. And that's it. It's no, nothing more complicated than that. So by putting it back in, you're you're actually getting more units over there, and every membership lays on top of the other, but they all run concurrently. So all of them are paying you one half of one percent of the total amount. If you added them all up, um, that and whatever that number is, one half of one percent is what your daily payment's going to be. I see. So that's why I see so many point two four who appearing in the transaction that's right that's right and then pretty soon you're, you're instead of doing a, a 50 a unit payment maybe every other day or whatever it's doing those little units add up and then all of a sudden you'll have to do two revise then it'll go to three revise and then it'll go to daily revise and then the deep revise will begin getting bigger and bigger and bigger right but that's what they're doing now how how does it come in if you refer somebody well you get your daily payment uh, paid, but you also get some extra points from the referral that you did, 20% of whatever their payment is. So if they were getting 10 points a day, um, you would get 20% of that or two points every day added to to the year numbers. And that would give you more rebuys that you could do more often because those two points would add up. And if you refer somebody else, you'll get 20% of whatever they do. Um that that's all it is. It's nothing more complicated than that. You'll get your you'll get it. Hey John. Go ahead. Is that done? Yeah. Yeah, California. Question. What if something happens to you? What would you leave your family to access your hyperfund account? Your telephone for the code? Uh, you just yeah, just that's all you, you need. Your, lo your login information with your password. 
you would leave them your uh, telephone so they could get your TFA. And your email. Your email. And your okay. password into your telephone, too. Yeah. Okay. And the, uh, yes. and the transaction password. Okay. Yeah, my only trusted source is sitting here listening to this right now, so I will let him know that. I had a, uh, I was up taking another couple hours flying with the instructor Saturday here in hey, California. Great. And it was very hazy. There's like the smoke from the fires, or it wasn't all fog, even though it was socked out till about 10 o'clock. So we got up at 11 cruising around the San Fernando, Santa Barbara area and along the coast. And, uh, you know, when you're up that high, we were at 5,000, 4,500, 5,000 feet, Cessna 172. And you have, we on the Cessna that I was running, we had the LED panels, which they call the G1000s, rather than gauges like on the earlier airplanes. Yeah, the six-pack requirement. Yeah. So with the, with the package there, and, you know, the flight instructor is obviously familiar with it, but for me, it's like regathering all the different areas of the of the of the page, rate of climb, RPM, blah blah blah. So my point, we're flying around. We've been up about an hour. I'm doing some 360s, just having fun. I'm in no rush. I'm trying to re get my license back. I had it 50 years ago, and uh, we're coming out of a turn. And we're talking, you know, keep your altitude. And he goes, yeah, we got a plane coming. And oh, my God, it was Fly to the Phoenix. I look over to my right. He looks over to the right. Here comes this plane. God, couldn't have been 100 feet higher than us. And, I mean, he's coming right at our 90 degree. And with an airplane, you can drop 20 or 40 feet just from the thermals without even knowing it. And it, like... It was a <laughs> it was a close moment to where I I've been thinking about it all weekend. There was no prevention. There's no alarm in the plane. Like when you stall an airplane, you get a beep 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 beep. But you don't get any kind of indicator when somebody's close, and there are no fender benders in the sky. But this this is the closest thing I've ever had happen to me. I ride motorcycles. I drive cars. You know, this it was unbelievable. So that's why I opened up. Well, if anything happens to me, what should I tell my trusted source to access my hyperfund? But it was a wake-up moment. Yeah, sucker factor. Yeah, well, don't put it. Don't put it in a will. Right. Mm, right. No, I mean we haven't even done one yet. Actually, you would. Well, you need to get on that. Um, you need to put it into a separate letter form, and that's it. That gets handed to the person. Yeah. He's there. okay. He's here with me right now. He knows most of my info, and uh, I just wasn't sure. I figured it was the phone, and the six-digit code was primary, and then everything else is kind of used across my phone and other accounts. Mm -hmm. Username, yeah. yeah. All your all your and, pertinent information. And also, point of interest, I was getting ready to hook up with John and do another transfer. So I thought I'd get ready, and I'm going to Wells Fargo to pull a couple out. And uh, it's not recognizing my password, which I use all the time. So I go, that's odd. You mean Wells Fargo isn't? Wells Fargo. So then I should, because I'm going through Kraken to get, accept and validate the funds, right? 
they jump over to the bank when you want to buy something through the source you're using, which was my bank account. So I shut that down. I said, well, let's give it a minute because if you do it more than two or three times, they close the account. So I go back over to Wells Fargo, same password, same sign-in, opens right up. So I'm wondering, are they blocking crypto purchases with this new $600 limit on spending? They might be. They might be. So I haven't gone back to reapproach that, but uh, I will be pulling my cash out as I normally do because I don't let them leverage my money. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was where I, I was going to tell John today in a private phone call, but I thought I'd share it with everybody. The banks uh, know they know where these IPs are. They, they know where it's coming. You know, the computers mm -hmm. know what organization it is. And mm -hmm. uh, that's what I'm saying. I have problems with my uh, chase uh, and going through Stripe. Yeah. Just to buy ordinary things. They just block it. You know, you know, and you look for when you get a denial, typically you'll get a notice from your bank, one or two, that there was a denial or you'll get a fraud notice. Did you do this transaction? Right. Right. And uh, if nothing happens, then that means that the IP is being blocked. It's just not going through. Right. And I think I was one of the first to realize the calculator got blocked. I said, God, did I should have shared it with my friend Rick, who I'm trying to get to sign up for two weeks. And they say, I'm trying to promote something. And because I called you, John, remember? I texted you. I said, yeah, Hey, I, right. I get into the calculator. And I hadn't heard it from anybody else. And I got so. Did I start this? No, nope, you just said, <laughs> time's up. Your two weeks is up. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. You should have gotten in. <laughs> you snoozed, you lose, buddy. <laughs> and I sure love to, I sure love to uh, we'll call it project on that calculator. Well, if I did this, where would I be yeah. there? And if I did that, well, here I am now. And then, okay, that's good to know. But, man, what if I go to there to validate okay. my trust, you know, and the whole thing, which I already have. And it, it seems, it's really funny how everybody will shoot a duck out of water, but never help one to swim, you know? And uh, even my closest friend who is a dear guy, and he, he sees the potential in all these things and the frauds and others. I still haven't, it's just like, are you ready yet? Well, I got to go, I got to go, you know, do something for the church or, okay, you put, put in 300 if you don't, if you're not sure. Oh, I can do a thousand, but. Oh, no, I don't have my wallet set up. And it's just like, wow. Anyway, it's not as easy as it sounds to get people. So in my in my world, yeah, uh, it'll get but easier. I'm, I'm not going to give up. Ignore the ones that are reticent and just go find somebody else. Yep. There's one four-letter word you need to remember. N-E-X-T. Next. Yeah. I know, but I don't have a big circle in my life anymore. So it's like, you know how it all radiates out from the your, like your hey. levels, right? Well, you you use the three foot rule, man. You talk to anybody. That's right. If they can, I if do. they can fog a mirror and they're within three feet, you talk to them. <laughs> Good. I, well, I'm I'm kind of doing that as much yeah. as I can. I I'm I not was, giving up. No way. <laughs> I was talking to the gal that was doing my ultrasound on my heart, and oh, uh, told her all about it. You know, and. Uh, then she just told me now. She goes, I'd rather take the jab and have my job. It's like you just told me you had two little small boys. You know, what you, you got to risk. It's yeah, like, okay, they, you die next. and they're left alone. 
Yeah. Well, that's basically what I told her, and then I realized what a zombie I was talking to. You know, it's like, oh, next, bring yep. me the cardiologist. Maybe he'll get it. <laughs> yeah. Doctors are always looking for the next big investment. Yeah. Well, I got one, but we'll have to check them out. It's Optometrist. not an investment. Yeah, sorry about right. that. Well, I was uh, talking yeah. in general. I wasn't talking about this. <laughs> I'm just seeing what they're normally looking for. And, John, a guy, a guy came up to Rick at church the other day. He told me that he'd been talking a little bit about the national thing, and yeah. he was really inquisitive. And uh, we're going to have a pretty big meeting after we get back from Austin. We're lining them up, and we got the room now. You know, we got to limit that thing. You can't get too big here. Well, at least 10, right? Yeah. Maybe 11. I have some people that are asking for people that are doing classes and they want to attend. Oh. People are contacting me. Anybody doing a class for you? I said, well, you are, aren't you? (laughs) I didn't mean you personally, Doug. (laughs) No, I know. Yeah. You're doing one, right? <laughs> no, I got pageant, pageant, right this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. She's so yeah. I gotta let her know I'm gonna go come over there. Yeah, well, Either. good. We're making that way. Yeah, but man, that talk yesterday was unbelievable. I'll have to listen to it if you posted it. I did. I'll be out. Anyway, we got uh, we got to go. We got some stuff we got to get done, and I'm working on my kitchen today, and I got to get a cooktop in, and a range hood, and a new oven. Oh boy, fun! I did the cooktop well, several I have, years I ago. Have some help, huh? I did my cooktop several years ago. Yeah, gotta love it. I've been waiting to do this for five years, and I just, you know, today's the day. Today's the day. Can eat again. Gonna be done. <laughs> hey buddy no more hot uh, hot plate meals <laughs> or microwave no, microwave yeah oh yeah. goodness well, well, I can't blow lights in my microwave I guess you can but I don't know how to do it <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys joining us today and all the information okay. and stuff and uh, we will do the same bat time same bat channel next week and uh, okay uh, just uh, go forth and Produce and fix up that uh, kitchen. <laughs> and Kathy, stay healthy. Yeah, we'll get we got to make some phone calls and help some people, and then we'll uh, then we'll have to get on about doing it. Cool. All yeah. right. Perfect timing. My little monster just came back inside. Oh, buddy! Stay out feeding, feeding the chickens. Yep, there he wow, is. Wow, there he is, man. The hey. dinosaur has made the an appearance. The T Rex has landed. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> well, try not to get eaten, and. Uh, <laughs> Have fun. And stay out of hospitals. Yeah. 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 Stay out of hospitals. Yes. Yes. They're dangerous. I I don't Very. recommend them to anybody. Hey, she's not out of the woods. We still need the prayers. Yep. Definitely. You know, when she's only got 25% of the left ventricle working, that's still a problem. Yeah, that's not good. Well, and I deeply appreciate your prayers. Thank you very much. It's very nice. Keep them coming. Oh, great. <laughs> All, All right, right well, you guys. go feed the T-Rex before he eats you. What's up, Brenda? <laughs> yeah, I've been oh, praying Brenda. for you. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Long but get on your femur. Get on your femur. Two three yes. times a day. Okay, I'll, I'll get my daughter to 
Brenda, she can't see to run it. it She's got to have her daughter over in order to be able to do it. Yeah, need to just know how to push the, the start button there. <clears throat> yeah. Know. Yeah, run it. So I that, will because I do love that Beamer. Yeah, I mean, that that gets your circulation going. That, that people that all kinds of people that have heart issues or anything have had such wonderful results with those. Definitely. I will definitely get her to get me back on it today when she comes. Yeah. So. <coughs> all right, yes, you guys. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Take care, everybody. All right. We'll talk to you next week. You too. Maybe sooner. Take care, Phil. All right. Bye. Bye. All righty. They have signed off. So if any anybody has any other stuff they want to discuss along the lines of Hyperfun, we're willing to uh, continue on with that stuff. And if not, I'll get back to that article that I was looking at before they got here. If I can and it's not it. an investment. No, it is not an investment. <laughs> it is a membership in a rewards program. And I'll tell you what, it works like a charm. A lucky uh, charm? No, I wouldn't call it lucky. I would call it just fortuitous. <laughs> it is. Uh, it just does what it's supposed to do, and it does it very, very well. You know, that's the cool part about it. And just the, the, the face value of, you know, tripling your membership amount is, to me, a no-brainer. I mean, where else can you go in today's world and take something as small as 300 bucks and triple it. Roth are You know, 300% in, you know, less than two years. Roth are Uh Yeah, right. Go back to sleep, Robert. <laughs> well, I bought a stock a year ago, and it was like uh, 14 bucks, and then I sold, and it was 28 so I doubled. Yeah, and it could have easily done just the opposite. There's no That's guarantee true. with it. That's the no. beauty with this program. We actually in in number seven, we actually have a guarantee. If ever they their projections don't uh, pan out or something is a hiccup, they've got a hundred million dollars worth of U.S. assets that they will liquidate to make sure everybody's made whole. And that is unheard of. That's how solid these guys are. You know, to sit there and actually have that set aside. It's not, like, well, we'll scrape this together when the time comes. No, they actually have it sitting there ready to go in case. So that's that's pretty slick. But, you know, it is what it is. It's a great program. And, uh, but back to the New York Health Commissioner repealing his mask or face diaper mandate. I think that's pretty cool. That is. They fired, filed this lawsuit on the 5th of August, and um, basically uh, the lawsuit was brought by William Wheeling, O-U-W-E-L-E-E-N. Vintner, he's, he does, he makes wine for the oldest dedicated sacrament, sacro, sacramental winery in America. Oh, so he makes sacramental wine. Anyway, the guy challenged the constitutionality of the 
New York State Department of Health Regulation 10 NYC RR 66-3, which required uninjected people to wear face diapers while injected people could go face diaper free. If anything, it should be the other way around. That's what's so disgusting with all this. They're blaming the uninjected people for the things being caused by the ones who are stupid enough to take these jabs. Prior to filing the lawsuit, the guy, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name, was twice cited by patrons of the winery for not wearing a face diaper and was informed by the local health department that he could be fined or closed down or both if additional complaints were received. <laughs> In the complaint, the guy <laughs> alleged, alleged the uh, regulation violated his constitutional rights, which there are no such things if you've been listening. He has God-given constitutionally guaranteed rights and was not justified by science, citing confirmation by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, in other words, the COVID death cult, that uh, vaccination does not prevent transmission uh, of the SARS-CoV-2. In addition to challenging the mandates on equal protection grounds, the suit challenged mask or face diaper mandates in general. Attorney Sujata Gibson, boy, there's all these funny names, interesting names, put that way, uh, filed, you know, Gibson, wow, where do you get that? <laughs> filed a complaint on behalf of uh, Wheeling, or whatever his name is, Children's Health Defense, uh, supported the lawsuit. There is simply no reason to issue different requirements for injected and uninjected New Yorkers, said the CHSHD chairman. That's the Children's Health Defense, Defense Chairman and Chief Legal Counsel, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Public health officials around the world acknowledge these injections are for personal protection only. <clears throat> Not even that. This mandate wasn't evidence-based. It was meant to coerce people into taking experimental injections and to shame and bully those that exercise their federally guaranteed right to opt out. Exactly. You couldn't, I couldn't put it better. New York's uh, face diaper mandate laid the groundwork for other coercive measures imposed on uninjected people across the state. Though the repeal of uh, NYCRR 66-3 temporarily resolves some of the issues in the case, attorneys stressed the lawsuit is not over. Unfortunately, at the same time, they repealed the discriminatory mask mandate, the NYS DOH granted sole authority to the New York State Department of Health Commissioner, Howard Zucker, to issue future mandates at his discretion, including mandates that discriminate based on vaccine uh, injection status, and if he chooses, uh, so chooses, Gibson said. Now, wasn't that just stupid? Uh Zucker has not yet issued any more mask mandates related to the injection status. However, last Friday he issued blanket mask mandates for school children and for employees in certain sectors such as healthcare and correctional facilities. Yeah. The tyranny continues. In the complaint, Woolian or Lean argued the science does not establish that prolonged use of masks is safe or effective. In fact, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration defines masks as experimental medical devices 
and has not licensed them for use by the general public other than through emergency use authorization. Under the terms of the EUA, manufacturers are expressly from uh, forbidden from misleading the public by alleging that masks can be reused or used to stop or reduce infection. How many people do you know that has one of these things hanging from the uh, rearview mirror of their car or stuffed in a coat pocket or purse and they just pull it out and put it on every time they go in someplace, take it out, stick it back in their pocket or whatever when they come out and do the same thing over and over again all throughout the day with the same cruddy piece of toxic crap. It is black letter law that EUA devices, including masks, cannot be mandated, said CHD President and General Counsel Mary Holland. The prohibition arises out of the Nuremberg Code of 1947 and reflects our obligations under the subsequent binding treaties and domestic statutes which incorporate. So, there you have it. You know, another state gets spanked, but... uh, they keep doing their same stupid stuff. Uh, let's see what else is going on here. The Triumph of Evil. Triumph of Evil, the West Medical Authorities and Prestitute Media sound or should be indicted for conspiracy to commit mass murder. Yeah, that's a good one. Canadian nurse whistleblowers uh, say many people are dying after getting injections while hospitals are filled with the fully injected. Still think it's science? Elementary school requires children to wear face diapers when chewing, swallowing at lunchtime. Good grief. (laughs) Oh, man. Dr. Lee Merritt, if you think you're fighting a virus, then you're going to be a victim. And she's actually on on record saying if you got to get the horse stuff uh, ivermectin, then do it. You know, it still works, <laughs> basically. She prefers the injectable, which you take orally. It tastes bad, but it still gets the job done. But you can do the paste, and it's easy to figure. You know, you just dial the little ring up to your weight, squeeze it out into some yogurt and eat it, or squeeze it into your mouth or whatever. And if you have horses and you don't use it yourself, you can always use it for the horses down the road because they need to be dewormed from time to time. If you thought worker shortage was bad now, just wait. Over half of U.S. employers plan to push VAX injection mandates, resulting in mass death of U.S. workers. Let's take a look at that one. Mm-mm-mm. New survey has found that at least half of American employers are planning to tra- uh, try to force their employees to get injected for the Wuhan coronavirus. As if the worker shortage was not already devastating, devastating the supply chain, corporate America now wants to try to strong-arm the plantation slaves into taking experimental injections in order to keep them safe against Chinese germs. Yeah, right. Of the 1,000 companies that were surveyed, 52% indicated they are planning to introduce some kind of mandate or scheme to force workers to roll up their sleeves or else be terminated. Good grief. How stupid can you be? Obviously quite. (laughs) On that uh, ivermectin deal, it's funny. They say, on one hand, it doesn't work. 
but then they make it so hard for you to get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, because they're protecting us from ourselves. You know, that's what they're doing. Uh, what they say? It's crazy. But, you know, it is what it is. The nice thing is, is it's, uh, it's already widely accepted for animal use. And about the best thing they can do is put little signs up in the stores. Don't use this for fighting COVID, you know, or whatnot. But, you know, people will just ignore it. Um, but it's getting harder and harder that, you know, especially if you go to a, if you have a prescription from your doctor and you go to a main lamestream uh, pharmacy like CVS or Walgreens or any of these other biggies, um, let's say, nope, we're going to, we're not going to fill it. And it's like, you're getting in between me and my doctor. That's not your job. And that's the thing. They're just counting on the fact, you know, they should be sued. But they're counting on the fact that most people will just buckle and walk away. Um, same with all these things, with the mandates, uh, the stores, and everywhere else. Um, they're just counting on the fact that the vast majority of people will either comply or go away quietly. quietly. And until people really start standing up and sticking it in and breaking it off, uh, we're just going to see more of the same, probably, as is the case here. You know, half the country's you know, employers are going to mandate this stuff. We'll start looking for the other half. Figure would be massive increase on the 21% of employers who currently have mandates in place, reports Steve Watson from InfoWars. By year's end, as many as one-third of all American companies could have some kind of no-jab-no-job system in place to try and enforce their new medical fascism policies. Keep in mind that surveys like the one, like this one, can be faked in, uh, in the sense that sample pool might have been selected with a greater than 500% outcome in mind. The goal being to make it seem like a majority of uh, supports injections, passports, and all this other stuff. Uh, that may not be the case. You know, you just have to wait and see. On the other hand, it could be the cause or the case that by the start of 2022, as many as 33% of corporate employers will be required to show proof or employees, excuse me, will be required to show proof of injection in order to enter a workplace building. A whopping 59% of employers are already said to be tracking their workers' injection status. Another 19% the survey claims are planning to follow suit by the end of 2021. And again, for something that has a 99.98% cure rate for the general public, this is total hysteria blown out of proportion by the Democrats and the lamestream media. That's all it is. And people have swallowed the Kool-Aid and the hook, line, and sinker. Among those employers that already uh, that are already tracking injection status, 62% are requ- already requiring their workers to submit uh, proof of injection in order to remain employed. Eight in ten respondents, or 80%, require employees to wear face diapers indoors at any location. The survey further found another 13% are planning or considering doing so. Dr. Jeff Levin Search, uh, or Schurz, I guess it is, S C H E R Z, head of Willis Towers Watson, the group that conducted the survey, 
expects that even more employers will try to impose COVID injection mandates now that the U.S. FDA uh, has approved supposedly Chinese virus injections from Pfizer. Supposedly, <laughs> lyingly, whatever, you know, because they have not approved them. They have no active injections have been approved by Pfizer. The only thing that's been approved is the community jab by uh, Pfizer BioNTech, which has not even does not even exist and will not for another two to three years minimum. Everything that's out there right now is still under emergency use authorization, which is part of the smoke and mirrors and lies of the Biden abomination. I can't say that other word um, to sucker people into taking these things. We have reached a point in the pandemic where employee or employers that have worked hard to make it easy for employees to get injected are also considering approaches to make it more difficult for employees to remain uninjected. Levenshers proclaimed. According to a recent Quinnipiac, Q-U-I-N-N-I-P-I-A-C, Quinnipiac, what, poll, Roughly half of the United States believes that fake President Joe Biden's uh, current injection mandates go too far. However, it may not matter if the private sector is co-opted into doing the government's dirty work instead. Well, the thing is, is they are acting as government agents at that point and have to comply with constitutional mandates, federal law, and everything else. And that has to be rubbed in their face, jammed up their back end, and whatever else is necessary to make them see the light. And they, we all know they don't see the light till they feel the heat, which means file suit. What his pandemic has once again demonstrated is that mankind is generally in the dark when it comes to realizing the good guys from the bad guys, wrote one commenter at InfoWars. Another survey, <laughs> ask another, the polls that, and surveys uh, always come out in favor of the so-called injection. How interesting. Many others uh, offered uh, similar input about the alleged survey and its um, indifferent er, er, inferences. Excuse me. Uh, even if the survey is accurate, the agenda might not go so well for practically re, uh, practical reality once workers in mass uh, begin to quit. And there's nobody left to run the corporate plantation. These companies expect new repercussions for playing such a large role in the destruction of the republic. Yeah, right. Good luck with that. You know, people need to just stand up and say, no, we're not doing it. We're going to quit or you're going to have to fire us. Uh, that's the better way to go. Force them to fire. Don't do anything. To, you know, make it easy on them. Make them do the be the bad guys and, for, and kick you out. This is a good way for companies to become sabotaged by their workers, wrote another. <laughs> the latest news coverage, I think that companies are being sabotaged by themselves for infringing on the rights of their workers, is what's going on. So anyway, that's kind of where that's at. I'm going to shift gears here and take a look over at um, Health Impact News and see what's going on with them these days. Top tennis player forced to stop competing due to COVID-19 shot side effects. No, other, other top tennis stars say no to shots. Well, good for them. You know, they're starting to get smart. 
A tennis star, uh, former 2017 Davis Cup winner, tennis player Jeremy Charty, recently announced he could no longer compete in professional tennis due, uh, this year due to the crippling effects of the Pfizer COVID-19 shot. The tennis star has admitted that he does not know when he will return to the sport and fears he may have to bring forward his retirement uh, because of health problems, he says he has suffered since taking the Pfizer COVID injection. Uh, World number 73, Jeremy Charty has become the latest tennis star to speak out against injections after experiencing what he describes as violent, near-paralyzing pains across his body since taking the jab, warning that there is no hindsight once people have received his treatment. The 34-year-old said his, uh, he has uh, said says he his priority his priority well they didn't add it very well said his priority is to take care of myself after seeing two doctors and taking tests and a bid uh, to deduce why he has found physical exertion so difficult since being vaccinated injected suddenly i cannot train i cannot play the 2017 davis cup winner told afp uh, according they're explaining that he received the jab between his uh, some his summer's Olympics, this summer's Olympics, when he was beaten by gold medalist Alex Zeverev um, in the quarterfinals in the U.S. Open, when he lost his uh, lost in straight sets in the first round to Matteo Berrettini in the end of at the end of August. In my head, it's difficult because I do not know how long it will last. For the moment, my season is stopping, and I do not know when it will resume. It's frustrating because I started the year really well. I was playing really well, and then I went to the games where I felt great too. And now, my season is is at a standstill, and I do not know when it will resume. It is especially frustrating I do not have 10 years to play uh, suddenly now I regret having had the injection, but I could not know what the consequences would be. Now that's the whole problem. You know, if you could, you know, push a, you know, go in and push a button or, and it would either light green or red and red being, you're going to get bad results and green, you're okay. Yeah, that might be one thing, but for the average person, you don't know until after it's too late that you're going to have the reaction. It's kind of like Russian roulette. You never know what's going to happen until you pull the trigger. And by then, it's too late. Unlike other professional sports figures that claim a high percentage of its players are now fully injected with the COVID-19 shot, professional tennis has only about a 50% rate of those who have taken the shot. And some of the top sports top players have said they do not intend to take it. The ATP Men's Tour has said its players are just above 50% injected, while the WTA Women's Tour has said that nearly 50% of its stars have received the job. The world's top four male players, Novak Djokovic, Djokovic, excuse me, Danil Medvedev, Stefanos Tsitsipas, Ooh, and Alexander Zverev 
don't make me say those three times fast, have all spoken at some point about the reluctance to be injected. Especially now, I would think. Personally, I'm opposed to injections. I wouldn't want to be forced by someone uh, to take an injection in order to be able to travel, said uh, Jokovic earlier this year. Russian star Medvedev, who beat Jokovic, Uh, to become the first Russian man to win a major tournament since 2005 in New York on Sunday, has claimed he would not be getting jabbed for medical reasons related to injections. Elsewhere, Greek world number three, Tsitsipas, I think it is, um, caused the storm when he remarked that he didn't see any uh, future for, or any reason for someone to be uh, of my age to get it. And... I can't get this. Your indicator. Yep, I can't get to the thing to turn it off. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it started and I can't stop it. It's like I got injected with a an alarm. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. You fall and you can't get up. Yeah, I've had that happen. <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's about it for today. We are out of time and I am slowly bringing up the guys. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. So if you got any questions about Hyperfun, check out the page and send me an email. Otherwise, uh, we'll see you all tomorrow. Take care, God bless, and have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Later. Later.